What's going on, everybody? I'm Joshua. And I'm Isaiah. And we would like to thank you for listening to the Reasonably Prepared Podcast. A preparedness resource for the complete beginner. Look, we are here to help you on your preparedness journey. Without the paranoia, fear, and doomsday often associated with preparedness. If you find our podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave a comment letting us know. But now, on with the show. Welcome back to another exciting episode of... Episode of Reasonably Prepared. Oh, that's like my 80s sitcom. How's that? I like it. As long as we're just standing in front of a camera with our thumbs up and smiling. 80s montage. It would have come on TGI Friday. (laughs) Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right behind Family Matters. I hope. And just ahead of Full House. Right. Reasonably Prepared. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm Joshua. We're back. I'm Isaiah. What's up, Isaiah? What up? Yes, yes. Reasonably prepared podcast. Thank you for, I almost said tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for Thanks commenting. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming back. Seriously. Yeah, I hope we're not boring you to death. I hope you're finding this valuable information. I hope, you know, if you're an extreme prepper or you're just uh, getting your feet wet or you're just learning, we welcome all to the community. That's right. We're here to serve and love one another and learn and be on a preparedness journey that makes us all better human beings. Human beings. <laughs> human beings. And, uh, oh, wow. So today, first things first, just like every other episode, we got it. We're going to go through the formalities. Yeah. Hey, why don't you do me a favor and hit that subscribe button? It's right there. You're looking right at it. Yeah. Why don't you punch it like it stole your car? Seriously. You know, or it stole your girlfriend uh-huh. or your boyfriend. You know, get just, mad at it. Just click it real hard. Just, sma- <laughs> just smash that sucker. Yeah. Just go ahead and do that. The, the subscribe, whether you're on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, and then if you're a new subscriber, please tell us. Yeah. Leave it in the comments. Hey, guys, new subscriber. We'll shout you out. Yeah. We'll say we want to respond. Say, what's up? Welcome to the community. Hey, I love kittens. Ninety two. Hey, what's up? What's up? I love kittens. Ninety two. <laughs> that's probably somebody's. That's somebody's handle. Barry Picker. <laughs> oh my! Thanks for subscribing. <laughs> we love that you're here. Turntable seven sixty nine. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. Good job. Good job. Uh, learning how to be better prepared and serve your greater community and not be dependent on a system that is fragile and broken and broken and just not doing what it's you know. Free thinking. Yeah, some free thinking. Whoa. So uh, today um, we have we don't have a uh, uh, notes for today. We're just gonna this one. We're just gonna have a conversation and it's off the old noggin. Right off the old noggin because we were just sitting here talking about. It. We're like, you know, what? this is important. We haven't breached the subject yet. Really, it's a little little touchy. So yeah, because it's a polarizing subject, yeah, right? Very polarizing subject. We have full understanding of that. Um, you know, the, the 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 opinions on this are extreme from across the board. Even my own opinions can be considered extreme. I'm fine with that, but we wanted to do it and be diplomatic about it. But we would be remiss um, with our philosophical bents and with with inside preparedness 
to not breach the topic, to not talk about right. that, to not give it a fair amount of information, to not give our own perspective on it in order to help other people. And that is the perspective of, what is it? Shall we say it? Firearms. Gun ownership. Gun ownership. Yep. Firearms. Buying firearms. I get asked a lot about firearms. And once again, I've been wanting to be a bit diplomatic about it, but the truth is, um, look, we're 2A fans. Yes. And, and you are now, uh, and you weren't raised that way. We'll get into that, no, but I'm not. a Second Amendment fan. Um, I believe uh, that hunting is important. I believe that personal defense is important. I believe having the right to do so is. Um, and, and so philosophically, I'm just going to give the, the cab. We're giving the, we are doing just the upfront caveat that we are pro Second Amendment. Correct. Very, very, very much very. so. But if you are not comfortable with firearms and you don't believe that you should own one, we're not going to force you and say that, yes, you should or you're dumb. Right. Okay. We're not going to do that. Other people do. We just don't do that. Or you're stupid because you have a belief and you're, or you're a pacifist or any number of those things. You must live according to your conscience. We also believe that as well. Correct. And be, given the current political climate, it is polarizing. But I'm, I'm hoping we can bring kind of a level-headed approach to the idea uh, and make it pertinent to preparedness and defense and uh, and things of that nature. And give a, a beginner's yeah. education, a beginner's like smooth thing. over some maybe some rough rough thinking, rough edges right. you know, that people might have, some right. stigmas. And, and you have an inter- uh, interesting perspective yes. on this story, be- specifically because you were not raised with firearms and you were raised in an environment that actually believed that firearms were somehow evil, inherently evil. Right. right? They were bad. They are and bad. They are bad. They're dangerous, inherently. Well, they are dangerous. They can be very dangerous. Right. Not that they're not dangerous. Um, Almost like the guns were going to come to life. Yeah, there's this right. strange... And we'll get yeah. into that, but we wanted to... Like I said, we wanted to give... Added, uh, uh, our honest assessment and and we because we are going to be doing more firearms related content and we just wanted to breach the subject and do it as uh, and we want to be good ambassadors we right. want to be responsible uh, we you know we don't want to just be the hard you know, hard-headed well you got, you got to own a gun or you ain't American because um, quite frankly you know if you don't feel comfortable doing it then then don't because it'll become more dangerous but and if guns really aren't for everybody yeah, for anybody. Yeah. And I believe anybody at any time should be able to, to have right. an exa- access and buy and use and train with them, um, all manner of them. But um, but we want to give a beginner's guide. So if you're just doing some homework, if you're just learning, if you're wanting to get a, a clear education on what types of firearms to own, uh, what kind to buy, what the buying process is like, you know, uh, who do you buy from, how do you buy them, um, what... what Hey, I only want to be able to just defend my home. Well, what, what do I need for that? Oh, right. you know, I want to be able to hunt and defend my home. Well, what's you know, what do we do for that? Right. Um, so we're going to go over those things today. It can be a little intimidating, Joshua. You know, for someone if, who does for it. someone who doesn't know anything about guns, right? And that's the way I felt. I was a little intimidated by it, and, and it's not the fact that it is a gun. It's just it's almost like a a new language. If you, know you really think, yeah, about it, yeah, you know? you're learning because there's such right. a learning curve to it, and Good, responsible gun owners um, take the time to be ambassadors and be patient with and teach and guide and not demean and not uh, talk down to. But there's so many. Number one, the the topic in general is just polarizing. Right. In the news, the stigma, the, you know, 
you know, as far as social media is concerned, you know, you, YouTube will shut you down the moment you start talking about it or put them on yep. there, or at least they'll demonetize you because right. there's this aura, this stigma, there's this education out there that, that perpetuates the it's evil, it's terrible, don't know, we sh- no one should ever do that. And, and, and then there's the other idea that, like, no, everyone's coming for your guns and we're all paranoid and right. I'm going to shoot them off in the air and I'm going to carry them around. You know, I'm going to carry my ARs on my back and my AKs on my back while I'm in going in Walmart, which is, I mean... The right to do so, okay, we can have that conversation, sure. The wisdom of doing something, come on. Yeah. Right? So um, we want to give good, solid, actionable, reasonable, real information to get your feet wet and teach you some of the terminologies of what what things are um, and maybe how to buy and why. And and I'm going to go over um, the, the... the, the last 15 to 20 years of coaching and educating people on firearms and where they should begin as in um, what type of firearm they should begin with and then move into and, and priorities. So with that, let's go a little bit into Isaiah's story a little further. So um, we already did your prepper story, but specifically uh-huh. when it comes to firearms, you had not even fired a gun, I don't believe, or even really held one outside of number one yeah. meeting me and then, and, and then moving close to me and being because because it's part of the culture of my house right right yeah so go, go ahead i'm uh, yeah you tell your story man. <laughs> awesome <laughs> I'm gonna tell your story thank you joshua you. yeah man you know i was just gonna write it down here and you could just you know say oh, it well right hey, you know i like to take take it take control over this and <laughs> ma- i won't shut up and tell your own story man. all right so uh growing up uh just grew up in a regular single family house and um parents were not into guns at all and uh so guns really never got brought up a lot you know so i didn't really have any there wasn't any really real traction uh no one was talking about them excuse me (coughs) sorry guys Mm -hmm. so no one was really talking about it and uh it was kind of out of sight out of mind right Mm -hmm. growing up and growing up getting into high school and uh into college you know i started looking more into guns right for personal protection right just for personal protection, uh, but never really, never really went any further with it until I started having a family and having kids and my wife and all that. And so uh, I made it a priority to start Let, educating myself. To start educating myself and what I needed to be able to just protect my family. Right, right. That's where I started. And uh, so I went to my uh, my buddy Joshua here, and because uh, I knew. You, you have a lot of knowledge on it. And the, the first question I asked was, I'm looking for something that will protect my family that is reliable and just is a value, right? A, a good value. Good value. Right. Uh, money versus uh, the reliability of it. Mm-hmm. And um, go ahead. Cool. So one of the things I find out when I'm when – I'm, people are coming to me for help with firearms is they've started maybe their own journey to some degree. They've started researching and they might even go into a couple gun shops and sorry, but the, gun shops don't have the, the, the greatest um, history when it comes to the way they're treating newbies and neophytes and, and you'll find, and no different than this episode. I'm going to give my opinion, but you know, I would say opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one and they all stink. They all stink. Right. And so what I'm trying to give is not just my opinion, um, but, um, you know, number one, philosophically, we have to go over some things, right? right? When, when it comes to firearm ownership, you need to be very responsible. Otherwise, you're going to 
continue to taint the firearm ownership name. Um, we have to be very wise in how we do things. Otherwise, we're going to destroy the quality of the Second Amendment and the reasons why it exists. Right. right? Um, and pardon the pun, it would just give them more ammo. More, yeah. You know, yeah, more for that fire, yeah. right? And we were just talking about it. And, and so you, 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 you come to me, and you're not the only one. Other people come to me, and right. I ask almost everybody the same question, depending on the priority. So I've had some people come and say, hey, man, I'm thinking I need to be more prepared. I'm thinking um, I need, you know, I might need some defense, but I don't know where to start. Um, but I also want to be able to hunt, and right. I don't know how to do that, and I need to learn how to hunt. And so what, where do I, what do I do? Where do I begin? And I always begin – with a couple of things. Okay, you want to learn to hunt? I'll, I'll, I'll take you on a couple hunts. Right, I took you on a mm -hmm. few hunts. and um, Because it is important to learn how to hunt. Harvest your own food. Know where your meat comes from. Have a, have a reattachment to the land and actually know what it's like to actually take. This is where I'm going with this. Take a life, which would be an animal, and, right. and honor by eating the whole animal and processing it properly. But what did I ask you when you, when you came to with, hey, I need some information on personal protection? So I wasn't ready for this, but it was – it was – a very good question. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, I asked Joshua, you know, I'm looking for something for uh, protection uh, for my family. And Joshua looked at me and said, you've got to answer this one question. You know, when the time comes, if, if someone is in your house, that's not supposed to be there. Can you pull the trigger? Will you, I'm going to break it down and it's, yeah. it's hard. We have to talk about these hard, hard conversations, yeah. but Will you kill that person? Right. Are you willing to do that? Not, I'm going to just shoot him in the arm or in the knee and do that because when, when we're in elevated, stressful, heightened situations, we train to hit body mass and end the threat that's on our lives, which means the ultimate expression of that is taking a life. Right. Are you willing to actually train to do that? You have to be honest about it. And quite honestly, it, it makes it very real. Yes. You know, and it, and it brings it into... Uh, this is a real thing. And so uh, it's something that I really needed to, to think about. To soul search. Right. Yeah. You philosophically have to. That is a great question. You know, can I do this? Right. You know, uh, especially with the way that I was raised, mm -hmm. you know. And um, so I did some soul searching, like you're, like you're saying. And um, I really had to make sure if this is the route I, I was going to go that I could do it. Right. 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 Because what happens is, let's say someone breaks into your home and they mean your family harm. I believe you have every right and we should love protects. Right. Right. Yes. And as believers, as Christians, we know we do not murder, but we, we will also protect the innocent. Right. At all costs. At all costs. Right. And so are you, you willing to do that? But if you question that, if you're not, if you're shaky in that, if you falter in that if you don't train through that to, to at least answer those questions. Um, having a loaded firearm in your hand and not being willing to pull the trigger if someone's in front of you actually makes it more dangerous right. than not having one there at all. Because now you're a target. Yes, and they can take the weapon from you, and it, it renders it useless. And there's this strange and it's loaded, huh? And it's already loaded. It's loaded. Yeah, right. It's absolutely loaded, and because um, that hesitation can get you into trouble. Right. Okay, and it also becomes the platform for how you train and what you own and what you do. Right. You know, and and because it makes it real, it makes it makes firearm safety all that more important. Right. And that's another thing that you you were saying as well. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a firearm in the house, there's there's a lot of things that you need to make sure that you're doing. Right. Right. 
Right. And, and and some of it, some of what we learn in the media and stuff like that is BS and, and some of it isn't. So we'll break down some of that here, some of my perspectives. But So after that question mm-hmm. that you asked me, Joshua, uh, I went soul searching and I realized that I could, right? Mm-hmm. If it comes between me and my family and someone else, uh, m- most definitely. So um, that's where I started. And um, I thought I was headed towards, you know, handguns, mm-hmm. but... Um, I started with a shotgun. Yeah, you did. And I think it was a great way to get into firearms Mm -hmm. because the way that shotguns are designed, you know, it's a more kind of like a point and shoot, right? Mm -hmm. To where an inexperienced um, firearm owner doesn't feel intimidated by it. Right. It is a big boom. Yeah. You know, so you just have to learn how to manage it. You have to learn how to do it safely. You have to learn how the gun functions properly. You have to become familiar with it so that you can be safe. Right. And it is a big boom, but it's a very versatile firearm. Right. So when when people are coming to me, they're coming to me for a few different things. And and so right now, I'm just going to kind of break down my opinion on what guns to own and the order that I typically tell people to buy them. Um, But... It's not set in stone because it is living, breathing. It's malleable based on the priorities you have. At the time, your priorities were, well, I really want to be able to, to defend the family, period. Right. Right? And there, you know, that's my top priority. I'm not going hunting. Nope. I'm, not, I'm not out, you know, three-gun shooting. You know, I'm not out recreation handgun shooting or carrying a pistol around. I'm not doing any of Not even, things. like, clay shooting. Yeah, not even clay shooting. Yeah. I just need to be able and, – and so – when in that type of a scenario, that's when I'm like, all right, well, then let's look at shotguns. And you're right. like, really? Shotgun? Well, why a shotgun? Um, and so I'm gonna, right now I'm going to list out the types of guns, and then we'll go over the benefits and weaknesses of them. And then kind of you get to decide where you are within your journey right. of purchasing a firearm and if you will or won't. Right. And, then, and, and I think I want to try to give a little bit of a breakdown on the buying process as well, generally. Here, we'll do it here in Texas, and okay. then that'll give somebody a starting point for where they can research for the area they're in. So here's the deal. You haven't memorized all the states' gun buying rules? I, I have, but it would take me too long oh, on the podcast gotcha. to say all of that. It would. I was, you know, I was a little worried. I, I haven't mesmerized. <laughs> I mean, men, <laughs> men, minimized. No, minimized. I don't freaking know any of that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was hard enough keeping up with California when we lived there. That's you know, so true. Goodness gracious. Poor California. Wow. And, and All right. So here's the deal. If you're just starting out, you're going to get a lot of opinions on a lot of different firearms in gun shops. And I want to one more say say one more thing. If you go into any firearm shop and you feel like they're treating you like you're an idiot Walk or they out. won't talk to you, yeah, or they're 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 Mr. Tactical Joe and yeah. they're behind their phone, just walk out. Walk out, man. Yeah, they're not. Don't do business with those folks. I'm I'm tired of the stereotypes that get perpetuated. People doing that. Walk into a firearm shop that is an ambassador for firearms ownership and wants to educate and isn't just trying to sell you a big boom stick. Right. You know. Um, it isn't trying just isn't going to give you the single old song and answer. Well, if it ain't a forty-five ACP, you should have known it because you know shooting more than once is just stupid. Or whatever gun they're trying to sell the most of that month. Yeah, but yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly yeah. right. They've just got an abundance of which right. actually there's no abundance of anything right now. <laughs> yeah. But um, so here's here's where we start. So d- don't don't deal with any people who treat you like a moron or an idiot. You know, uh, it, just in life in general. Yeah, just, yeah. Just walk Seriously. away from those folks. You at the grocery store. You want to make sure they're I'm not they're, dealing with that at the grocery store. Yeah, sure. Okay, so here here we go. You're just starting out. You want to get your feet wet. You want to learn how to shoot. You want to do it safely. Um, you you you're. 
I start at a 22. That's where I start. Yeah. You start at a 22 long rifle, it's called. Okay, so 0.22 LR, 22 long rifle. I, I fully want, none of the firearms on this list are we endorsed by. There's no sponsorships. These are just for the last 20 years of shooting and dealing with shooting and hunting and things of that nature, uh, knowing what's reliable. This is where I've landed. Okay, so you want to get a 22 long rifle. It's what the cartridge is. And you're gonna, and the cartridge is the bullet and the gunpowder and everything. When you pull it out of the box, that's called a cartridge. The bullet is the thing that goes in the front, and it's what comes out the barrel. Okay. Okay. Just for people who don't yep, know. Absolutely. Okay. And it's very easy to shoot. Yes. Okay. It's low recoil. Almost no recoil. Yep. Um, people don't like this. Children can shoot it easily, and right. we can teach children firearm safety as well. My children all know how to shoot because one of my aphorisms, one of my mantras, is the safest firearm in the house is the one everybody knows how to use properly yep okay that's the safest one okay um hiding firearms away from from children is actually a recipe for disaster i don't recommend that we do that if you're having to hide it um then maybe you need to once again go back to the philosophical question of why you have it yep okay and and, and be honest about it it's okay i'm not going to demonize you for the decision you make as far as that's concerned. but a 22 uh the the 22 that i recommend buying up front which is of high value uh, and extremely dependable. I have uh, Liam. What do you? How many rounds do you think I had of my ten twenty two? I mean, th- thousands and thousands. Yeah, thousands and th- probably ten thousand easy rounds, and it's never stood wrong. So it's it's by a company called Ruger, called the Ruger ten twenty two. Okay, these are just our opinions. We're not you know professionals on this. You do your own homework. You make your own decision. I'm not gonna be held liable for decisions that you make, but um, I do know that that is a very reliable. Very high value, inexpensive gun, uh, a firearm. It's semi-automatic, and yep. semi-automatic means that it has more than one round in it. And every time you pull the trigger back once, one round goes off, and then it resets itself, and you have to pull the trigger back again, and another round goes off. Right. Okay. Fully auto means if you suppress the trigger down, all the rounds come out. Boom, 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 boom. One after you, the other. One after the other, and you just hold the trigger consistently. Semi-auto means you actually physically have to pull the trigger back to get each round to come out, to shoot, okay, and to fire. And then a single action, you know, a single, you know, single action would be you've got to actually physically pull the firing pin or, or the hammer back and shoot it and then reset it manually each time. And then there's single shot, which is break open and only one bullet or cartridge, excuse me, can go in it at a time, okay? So you've got your single shots, your multiple shots, like your revolvers, things like that, and then... You've got your semi-automatics, which are are not clip-fed. They are magazine-fed. Correct. And you have to pull the trigger every time, and every time it resets a new new cartridge, and that's how it goes off. And then fully auto means pull the trigger once, and and it releases all the the rounds. Okay? So that's a nitty-gritty. Ruger 10-22 is very reliable, very inexpensive, and 22 ammo is the cheapest of the ammos to shoot. At the time of this recording, we're in an ammo shortage. You can still get 22 in bricks of 500 for 25 to 30 bucks. Right, and there's 500 of them. There's 550 yeah. in a box. Yeah. Okay, um, and the rifle itself retails for between 180 to 250 bucks, depending on which version you buy. Okay, um, it's tried and true. Um, it's kind of like a Jeep Wrangler in that everybody in the world makes aftermarket parts for it. Right. So you can get different barrels and different triggers and different optics and different stocks and all kinds of different things. We we can make our own show, you know, pimp our ten twenty twos. 
Yeah, pimp, pimp or 1022s. Maybe we should do that because I've got <laughs> some pretty awesome. pimp dog 1022s. That'd be awesome. All right, so um, that's where I always start. Let's start with a and you or a 22 handgun, which is going to be a Ruger Mark II. It's a high quality or Mark III Ruger Mark III, a high quality semi-automatic 22 long rifle, um, or um, like a Ruger single six is a revolver style. Okay, so it's a 22 long rifle uh, that's a revolver, and 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 it's a great way to learn yep, how right. to shoot. Now, if you want, you can also get a pellet gun. My children, I learned, learned, I taught them gun firearm safety and firearm techniques on airsoft. That's we, awesome. We treated airsoft as though it was a real firearm. We treated it that way, and and. Um, you know what else we need to do on this one? Because we don't even know. We need to break down firearm safety rules. So look those up too. Okay. Um, and so Ruger 1022 uh, is a high quality, any of the Ruger stuff. Um, and there are a couple of other companies. There's Marlin. They make a, a, a tube. They make a 22. Uh, there's some lever action 22s. Um, but the tried and true best way to go, quite honestly, is to just go get yourself a Ruger 1022. Um it's just going to work. They're fun too. Yeah, they're super fun to shoot. Actually, they're a lot of fun to yeah. shoot because because how manageable they are, right? right. And 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 furthermore, um, they're actually a, a capable hunting cartridge for very for small game squirrels, you know, raccoons, uh, foxes, rabbits, uh, things of that nature. Um, I've you know there are survival twenty twos out there. I've got a what's called an AR seven by Charter Arms, and a couple other companies make them survival twenty twos. Um, there I would don't recommend doing this. I've personally never done this, but there are stories of people taking large game with twenty twos. Really? Mm-hmm. By by shot placement to the back, you right. know, like in the ear or, the, yeah. or wherever they're doing it. I don't recommend doing that. I I I personally feel that would be an unethical way to do it unless I was in a utter survival. devastating survival yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, but there's all matter of small game that you you can feed feed on and hunt and learn how to hunt and learn like squirrels and rabbits. And then learn how to process that animal. It's a great weapon. It's a great, you know, cartridge to learn on. Okay, and yeah. then you'll you'll have gun shops. I've been there while gun shops have told people, no, you don't want a twenty two. You don't want that. That's not where you want to start because, you know, it doesn't do enough damage. It's not going to kill a person, which is nonsense. People, have, <laughs> which is nonsense. People yeah. kill each other twenty two all the time. The human body was not designed to have anything going coming at it going at it that fast. Right. We're not designed to absorb bullets at all. Hold on a moment, moment. Hey, uh, producer Liam, or Elliot, can you go grab me a glass of, of water, like a big glass of water? Oh, yeah, because I can hear that. Sorry, everybody, but we're in my studio, and uh, and life's, I don't... Life's happening. Life is happening all around us. I've got four kids, and they're wonderful and awesome, but... All right, so um, they're very capable to learn how to hunt with. Learn how to shoot small game and learn where your meat and comes from. Right. Learn and get that back to that nature. So that's 22. Okay. Um, the second firearm then that I recommend and, and talk people to um, is a handgun. Right. I, I then I then go from 22 to handgun. And this is the typical order. People are like, well, I'm going to buy more than one gun. How should I do in what order? This is it. And then, like I said earlier... After I give you the rundown of these, you decide where where in that stream you want to jump into the mix like you, you do. Yeah, you, you kind of have to figure out what your priorities are. Right. Yeah. So I, I recommend uh, some type of handgun, and um, there are so many handguns in the world to choose from. But for a, a beginning shooter, 
uh, and for advanced shooters, I have many, many friends who, you know, shoot competitively, who are military and police, and I have conversations with them a bunch about this sort of, thank you, sweetheart, uh, about this stuff, and, and there are some generalities that just kind of work across the board, and that's one of two, how am I going to need a drink? So riveting. Oh my gosh, my throat, we've been talking all day. <laughs> yeah. Batch recording content. All right, so um, that is a nine millimeter semi-automatic pistol mm-hmm. of high quality. I've got three that I recommend to people they go by and look at, um, or and or some a three fifty seven Magnum revolver. Okay, um, and I'll break down the reasons why. So nine millimeter uh, is tried and true. There's rounds with modern rounds. They're a great defensive round. Right. They're manageable and easy to shoot. Generally speaking, when there's not an ammo shortage, uh, there's plenty of it, and it's inexpensive. <coughs> right. If it's not an ammo sh- shortage, they're always there. Yeah, it's always there. It's, and it's inexpensive, and, yeah. and it's another thing that you can practice on very well. Uh, the three handguns that I recommend people go look at when they're first beginning are going to be the Springfield XD. Yep. Or Springfield XDM, which we personally own. Great, great gun. Mm-hmm. The Glock 19. Mm-hmm. One generation, one, two, three, or four. Any of them are very dependable firearms. Very, very dependable firearms. Um, and a, or Ruger SR9. Or any of the 9mm Rugers. Okay? So any Ruger 9mm, the Springfield XDs or XDM, <coughs> and then the Glock 19. Okay? Uh, because... And Glock is another one of those that is like the Jeep Wrangler. Everybody makes aftermarket parts for it, triggers, sights. Um, it's probably it's the most popular firearm for yeah. law enforcement, lots of military. It is unbelievably reliable, and so are the Springfields. They they, they just don't make them more reliable than than those firearms. Uh, and then there's the revolver, and and and. No, so once again, the nine millimeters are going to be magazine fed, and they're going to be multiple rounds, and they're going to have a learning curve and some amount of for new shooters. But the revolver, on the other hand, is very manageable. It only has six rounds in it, uh, but what makes it it's even more dependable because when you pull the, you either are pulling the trigger on it or you are not. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah, you are either, and every time you pull the trigger, it's going to shoot that round every time, no matter what. Right. It absolutely well, and once again, so will the if you know how to use the firearm correctly, you have the you know if you know how it functions, the the, the semi autos are going to do the same. These nine millimeters are all semi auto, and the revolver is not a semi auto. <coughs> Excuse me, not in the not in the kind of traditional sense of the word. So, what's great about the three fifty seven Magnum revolver is, um, and Ruger SP one hundred one is uh, any of the Ruger revolvers three fifty seven Magnum Smith and Wesson. Makes great ones. Um, Springfield, uh, no. Yeah, I would just move, you know, Springfield. Not Springfield, goodness gracious. Um, Smith & Wesson, for goodness sakes. Um, I personally would steer clear of the Taurus ones, but hey, there are people who want them. And uh, what's great about them is they're manageable, they're comfortable, they have plenty of knockdown power, you can hunt with them, you can defend with them, and the 357 Magnum will also shoot the 38 special cartridge. Right. So the one gun will shoot multiple cartridges. Also, the uh, here's another side note. The um, Glock 19 has accessories that you can shoot 22 out of it. Oh, nice. So you can buy a whole new upper slide assembly for it, 
and a new magazine. I don't know. They're a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And it turns your nine millimeter into a twenty two also, and now you've got the best of both worlds there. Nice. Right. So that's why I recommend that firearm. Uh, as well, and then a three to seven Magnum revolver, and and for personal defense, for home defense, they're very safe. They're very. All of these guns are super duper safe. Um, they. Yeah, I mean the Springfield has two safeties on it. Yeah, and they're not they're not click on off button safeties. Right. They're 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 fire they're mechanism hand safeties activated. Which yeah. means yeah, which means if you're holding the gun, you can fire it. But if you're not holding the gun, you could throw it down a cliff and it's not going to go off. Right. Right. Same thing with Glock because they've got the the trigger the safeties in the trigger, so. If your finger's not on that trigger, it won't fire. Once again, you can throw it off the building and it won't fire. Right. But the moment you put your finger on the trigger, now it's ready to fire, okay? Um, and these companies have pioneered this technology. And so it makes them very safe and very reliable, okay? Uh, so that's number two is going to be some form of handgun in 9mm or 3-7 Magnum because you can shoot 38s out of it as well, 38 Special, okay? Number three. Man, my, I'm thirsty and my throat's dry. <laughs> That's when I. That's when I'm like, okay. Now the next thing we're going to talk about is a shotgun. Shotguns. Okay. The the thing I like about whenever I purchased the shotgun, um, when I was first learning, um, was that it, it's kind of easy to get your your brain wrapped around it. It's simple. Right. You know, uh, there's only so many things you can do with this. You know, and uh, it wasn't complicated to load the shells, uh, and it wasn't complicated at all. You know, right? So right. It, it was it was a very very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, and, and, very comfortable. And they're, they're, like I said, there might be a little intimidating at first, but my like I said, my my young teenagers shoot twelve gauge shotguns just fine all day, right? We shoot at clay pigeons and we and for fun. Um, so there are two the two that stand out for the beginner are going to be the Remington eight seventy Express Magnum, uh, and the Mossberg five hundred. Uh, the reason number one, both of these are dependable. Number two, they both have the capability you can buy um, multiple barrel assembly for them. So you just swap out the barrel, which is easy to do, and you can go from a defense-type weapon to a hunting-type hunting. weapon on the same web platform. Yeah, they even have uh, rifled Yeah, rifled barrels, barrels right. Rifled barrels shotguns. for hunting, and, and, yeah. and now, this, now you can own a shotgun for home defense and with that same firearm go out and take big game uh, and supply food for the family. Right. And both of these firearms offer that available uh they're they're simple to use they're very mechanically they're very dependable uh people have been using both of these shotguns in law enforcement and police and in hunting and recreation and competition shooting for for decades and decades uh they you can find them at most any firearm store anywhere they're probably the most popular and one everyone one, knows everybody knows remington 870 about. or the mossberg 500 yeah. and just like the other ones every like they're there are countless companies that make aftermarket parts to customize these in any way you want for your specific needs as you learn more about them, whether that be the stock or sight or barrel length or magazine length or yep. anything like that. You know, you can you can do that. Uh, so that's number three. Number four. Now we start getting into some type of hunting rifle specifically hunting rifle or what they call sporterized rifles. These are, these are rifles that are designed specifically to hunt game. Okay. They're not an inside the house, personal defense firearm. They are, they're not sniper rifles. Yeah. They are designed specifically to take game between one and 500 yards safely, efficiently and effectively and be comfortable doing that and be durable as you're walking around. They're almost always bolt action and a bolt action rifle, which we didn't go over is there's a lever on one side. And when you, 
pull the lever up and pull it back, the bolt, it ejects the shell casing. And then when you push that bolt forward and lock the mechanism back down, it puts a new round in the chamber so that you can pull your trigger. That's known as a bolt action. They're very accurate. They hold pressures well for shooting. And there are an infinite <laughs> number of calibers right. that you can buy. And I used to tell people to buy either a 30 out 6 or a 308. You ended up 30 out 6. With a 30 out 6. Yeah. And there was a plethora of reasons why. Uh, and, and 10 years ago, those reasons were viable, but those reasons have all but gone out the window at this point. Yeah. With, with the current political climate, with, with everything that's going on, um, you know, that I used to say, well, you know, they make tons and tons of military surplus 30 out 6, and you can find 30 out 6 in a little mom and pop shop at an ammo or at a bait and tackle shop in the middle of nowhere, usually. So it's always good to have because it's so common of a round. It's too big for some things and too small for other things, which makes it just about right for everything. Right. Um, but those, all of those things are, are just gone and out the window. Yeah. You can't find any ammo anywhere at any time at this point. And when you do, it's few and far between. And there's some other cartridges that have come out and gained popularity in the last number of years that I think for new shooters and new hunters are ballistically and are superior. Okay? And so now, yes, if you have a thirty out 6 awesome. If you have a three oh eight, awesome. Yep. I have 7mm Remington. I have 7mm Magnums, and my son shoots a 7mm 08. Awesome. But if you're just new to shooting and you want something that's going to be what you want is something that's going to be manageable to shoot so that you're not afraid of it. Um, it's going to be very accurate. It's going to be very dependable. And it's going to be um, very capable when the when the bullet hits the target. It kills the animal as fast and efficiently as possible so nothing suffers and you get what's called an ethical kill. Right. Okay? And that round is the 6.5 Creedmoor. And Ruger American... Savage Axis, uh, Weatherby Vanguard, but really those other two, just those, really the first two yeah. for, um, are the top dogs for me, are the Ruger American and the Savage, any of the Savage Arms, in 6.5. <coughs> we are not sponsored by any of <coughs> No. Yeah. Mm -mm. And trust me, you talk to ballistics gurus and gun nuts and everything, and they're going to have every pinion... <coughs> in the world on this. Oh, and yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Open up There's a can of worms no, by even giving no an opinion, of opinion on it. Yeah, no right. shortage on opinion with 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 people but, on ballistics. But I have learned that when I'm helping and educating brand new shooters, brand new to this, these are the firearms and cartridges and calibers that really work well for learning and training, but still offering high value uh, and high capability. Okay, so that's the Ruger American, and that isn't the cartridge is called 6.5 Creedmoor. It's a 6.5 millimeter bullet going really fast, coming out of a, um, you know, and has is ballistically superior to the 30 out six after 100 yards anyway. Right. Um, it's shooting a similar size bullet, uh, going, well, not similar size. Excuse me, similar weighted, similar grained bullet. The, the weight of the bullet is the same, but the diameter is not the same. Um. And it's going very fast. People effectively very well take very large game with this. But anything deer-sized, from coyote to deer-sized, and even you know mule deer-sized. But people one-shot, one-kill elk all the time with this gun at 350 yards. Uh, I've watched it happen. Yeah. Okay. And so it's a very capable cartridge. And it has half the felt recoil of a 30 out 6 Literally half of a 30 out 6 My... 
um, you know, a a a a ten year old could hold it and shoot it yeah. accurately and properly. Okay. Um, another another good hunting cartridge um, for just hunting for you know depending on where you live is going to be a lever action thirty thirty. Okay, by uh, by either Remington or by Marlin. Remember thirty thirty. Um, and once again, this is not exhaustive. There's a billion of these in the world. Any, we just went over thirty out six three oh eight, um, seven millimeter Magnum, six six five Creedmoor, yep. uh, seven millimeter oh eight two seventy is like the ultimate deer hunting cartridge. I mean, everybody's been shooting. People have been shooting deer forever with that. Um, I'm just trying to approach this from a, a, a an accessibility standpoint, and um, and so that's what I recommend for a hunting rifle with, um, with some good optics, like some loophole optics or some Nikon optics, or I love, they're more expensive, but the Maven optics, mm. um, are awesome. They do direct to consumer. Their, their glass is amazing. And you're going to, and it, so that's why I do that. So then the last and final type of firearm that I do recommend that people buy and own, uh, depending on what your priorities are is what they call some type of semi-automatic and <laughs> sporter rifle sporterized sporter rifle in short terms an ar-15 yeah the big mean scary assault people people believe that ar means assault rifle right and it doesn't it does not for anybody who believes has been educated that ar means assault rifle and that means military rifle and that means it's not true it actually means armalite rifle it was the the um, first manufacturer, right? The first manufacturer, and it was on what are the the um, you know when you you have to get the legal document that we this is a, I invented this. What is that called? The, oh, a patent. Yeah. So yeah, that was the the patent name was AR was Armalite rifle is actually what it stands for, and it shoots a two two three bullet. Okay, so two two three cartridge is what it is. Um, it will hold 10, 20, 30 rounds. They are the easiest rifle in the world to shoot. They are very, very accurate, very, very dependable. But the reason they're last on the list is, number one, because of the stigma. Number two, um, there is a learning curve with them. Uh, there's a little bit more going on with these guns to have to learn uh, as far as magazine, the way they load, the way they eject, right. the way you have to clean them, the way you break them open, all the diff different moving parts that are in there. So there's a bit more of a learning curve. And, um, I, you know, it's the type of rifle that I think we should – you, you you walk up to um, through 22 through having a hand through learning basic firearm best practices through learning safety um, and then you just then you get into but they are the they are America's most popular firearm uh, they are yes they're used on battlefields that is, that is true but they're also and people will make this statement political talking heads and gurus that oh you don't need that many of this or you don't need an ar to hunt and, and the reality is that's false right i have taken you hunting yes with an ar-15 correct and very very because the point when we're hunting is to make the cleanest most efficient most ethical Ethical. kill, fastest one possible the animal doesn't suffer and the ar-15s are so easy to use they are so accurate there, and your follow-up shots become very, very, very fast that it, it, it becomes a safer environment to hunt with. Right. right? And the type of cartridges, because they're infinitely, access, uh, infinitely customizable, um, I exclusively hunt feral hogs and wild pigs, which are a problem in Texas, um, and, and they're, they're, they're a nuisance like rats in New York. And they, yeah, I, 
I do need and want a large volume of rounds to help eradicate nuisance hogs on property that are doing damage. A lot of damage. Right? And I want to be able to defend my family well, or if there's something going down outside my house and I need, I don't want to be reloading every 10 seconds if I'm having to defend my community. Right. Right? So... Although it's very polarizing, and although it's people don't like it, think it's a mean, evil, nasty firearm, they're not. It's just another gun, right? like any of the others. So if you're going to get rid of that one, then truthfully, you get rid of all of them because that's, they're all doing the same thing. They just look different, and they're all doing it in just an anomaly different way, right? Hear me. I don't want to get rid of guns. I'm just saying that. I'm trying to make the point that yeah, people who are zero in on one but please leave others. Please that is, into existence. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's unwise. Now- so that's it. That's the, those are the tiers in the nutshell of, of things we should know. Smith and Wesson M and P. Um, there's a you can buy a good entry level AR for like five hundred bucks. Right. Well, to, you could used to. Everything right now is in upheaval, but but it, generally speaking, in normal times, you can. And they're good. They are good rifles to have. You, Isaiah here. I took him on his first pig hunting trip a number of months ago with his first AR rifle. My first AR. And the very first day, the day that I it, got it, I took him on his very yep. first day hunting trip, and you got your, I got my hog. You got your very first hog, very first, hog. and your family is well fed, absolutely. And they, the, and so it's just less meat you have to buy, right? You know, and it's better meat. Yep. Because uh, I mean, it doesn't get any more organic hippie meat than going out and, and getting it yourself from the when they, out in the woods, right? Um, so that's. Th- that's the firearms in a nutshell. I want to go over two more things before I close this out. Number, The second one, because I don't want to get too overly political and saturate the conversation with every debate that's already happened. But um, I do want to say, it, once again, you need to live according to your conscience. And if you're not comfortable with firearms and you don't feel that you should have one because maybe there's some uh, mental instability there uh, maybe you're just uncomfortable with it maybe philosophically you're, you're not gonna use it for the things we're talking about between hunting and then that's okay yeah. but please I'm asking respectfully that you don't force your your conscience on us on us right and and when people do commit crimes in general whether it be with a firearm or not let's prosecute to them to the full extent of the law Right. That's and what it's there for. That's what it's there for. Uh, and yes, let's all of us who are firearm owners be as diplomatic, as ambassador, as generous as possible so that we don't continue to create stigma. Okay. Uh, Colin Noir, Colleen Noir, whatever his name is, um, has a great video on why people don't like firearm owners. And because we don't, we, all we do is talk about them. Oh, yeah. And we're tr- constantly trying to educate because there's so much miseducation out there. We're, we're trying to, and it becomes really annoying, right? <laughs> I get that. I totally get that. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. But when, if we talk about preparedness, we talk about being prepared for any event emergency preparedness, societal collapse preparedness, um, uh, uh, civil unrest preparedness. I mean, for goodness sakes, that used to be something I got called paranoid about, but. I, not anymore. Yeah, look at us now. The last year yeah. has proved that, of course, it's possible. Uh-oh. Absolutely, of course, it's possible. And um, I, I have mean, a, in 2018, we no one have would imagined guessed. that this nope. was going down. So nobody would have guessed. But I have a high priority to defend both my family, my own life, my family, and yes, my greater community at large. 
okay? And the Second Amendment is set up, and you can do your own research, and you can agree or disagree with me. It's not about hunting, it's, it's, but, um, and it's not about muskets. It's not about the type of firearm, which that's a, uh, that is part of the debate that actually eludes logic for me. Because, like, we'll talk about free speech, right? Right. Talking about free speech. Oh, yeah. And, um, and we, we could make the point, well, the forefathers didn't mean the internet. Right. Because it didn't exist. It, it wasn't around. It didn't exist. They only yeah. meant printing in books. That's what yeah. they meant. They only meant using books and newspaper. That's that's the only way you're allowed to have free speech. But no, we protect free speech across platforms. We right. fight for it. I hope we do. Well, Second Amendment is no same, different. And firearms deal. ownership is, is no different. Right. It, it, it was, it's not just about muskets. It's about, number one, um, given the time period, leaving a tyrannical government, they realized that the only way for a free society to maintain its freedom is to be able to defend itself against its own government or other governments that mean it harm. Right. So it was. they felt that it was the responsibility of all people, like in, what is it, Switzerland, to take up arms if someone were to come in to you and we are supposed to be our own self-regulating. Yes, we have a standing army, but what happens when that fails? It is my responsibility to protect my neighbor. And it's there. So... We take that very seriously. Um, so from a threat foreign or a threat domestic, so if our government were to do something like just start rounding people up and doing something, doing awful, awful things to us, which once again is bizarre, but it doesn't seem that far-fetched, um, we have the ability yeah, as, anymore. as human beings yeah. to defend ourselves and our communities and make sure that doesn't happen. Okay, um, and, then, and also to end threats that mean us personal harm inside of our homes. It's, the, it's a three-tiered system. Any threat in my home, individual, threat from a foreign government, threat from a domestic government. You may disagree with me on this. That's fine. And I'll bet you this may, if this ever goes viral or anything, I'm going to every comment under the sun on it, oh, yeah. which is fine. But it is my responsibility to love my wife, my family, my God, and my community well. And that that's where I start. And part of it is making sure that we can defend ourselves. Please, okay. please take some training. So that's where I'm going yeah. next with this. Yeah. Firearm ownership is not a single event. It, what I mean by that is not like I go buy a gun and now I have it and I'm good. It is a process and it is a training ground. And the reason I go in the order from 22 is because, number one, firearm safety should be the utmost of importance. Making sure you're being safe and as responsible, as absolutely responsible with your firearm ownership should be the number one highest top priority. Right. Period. Absolutely. Okay. Number two, you must learn and train how to properly use, store, and clean and maintain this mechanical device so that when you need it and depend on it, it will function. Right. I mean, you don't want to be in a life and death situation and all of a sudden it's not firing. Right. Yeah. And there's a couple different types of life and death. Number one, someone's attacking you. That's one. Right. Number two, uh, you're... And this has happened to people. You're stuck in the woods in a survival situation. And you've got to you've got to harvest food, right? You've got to kill an animal for food. It needs to function, right? Right. And so, learning how to use it properly and practicing and implementing good practices um, are are it, once again the utmost important. So I do want Isaiah right now to go over and, and give a breakdown of the basic firearm safety rules. Yeah, we're gonna go over just some basic. Yeah, and then we're gonna end it because we're running a little long, but. Um, I can't. I cannot stress enough. The process of firearm ownership should be once you make the decision, you're now making the decision that is a lifelong decision and a lifelong process to now 
be a responsible, caring, wise firearm owner. And that's educating yourself, that's practicing, and that's uh, that's practicing to shoot and, and learning how to be a good ambassador for firearm ownership. So let's go over what are the basic firearm safety rules. Okay. And yeah, this is like the most basic. Right? This is the most basic, and this is where I start with everybody. Yeah. Including you. Exactly. This is always keep the muzzle pointed in a safe direction. Yes. The most basic. You know, yes. do not go swinging your guns just all really nilly. Yes. Yeah. Be so, very aware where the where your gun your firearm is pointed. Very aware. Uh don't rely on your gun's safety. Right. Right. Always act like it's it's life, right? Mm-hmm. Don't just rely on mechanical features of something. Right. So. Yeah, exactly right. So um, what it's saying is a lot of guns will have safety switches on them. Right. And it's saying don't just leave them lying around with the safety on thinking that the gun is now inert because right. it isn't, right? Um, we, I have one of the statements we make with our children and when I'm training the people is every gun is loaded even if you think it's unloaded. Treat every firearm all the time as though it's loaded. Even if you believe or know that it isn't loaded, it's an always loaded. So you treat it as though it is. Period. Right. That's, you know, that's super duper safety. Uh, another very basic mm-hmm. uh, gun safety is, is use the correct ammunition. Yeah, don't be putting, you know, a rifle cartridge rounds in a handgun or, or right. 45 in a 9mm or things like that. You or use, 10 gauge in a 12 gauge. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you'll use the, the ammunition that the, the, the firearm is designed to use. Yeah. Um, also, another basic one is that if the gun fails to fire, don't freak out. Right. Don't freak out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just handle it with care, uh, unload it, and um, you're, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, be sure the barrel is clear of obstructions before shooting. So, especially after if you have a misfire or anything like that, you want to make sure that there's nothing stuck in the barrel, and um, which could cause some some uh, tragic or yep. very scary situations. Okay, so um, I'm also yep uh, for simply so. Those are all good. I'm going to actually just condense them down to something a little easier to remember because okay. I know we're discussing it and I, we're yeah. going a little long and I don't want people to – I don't want to beat this into the ground. Right. But – so here's it. You, you treat every gun as though it's loaded is number one. We'll just start there. Treat every gun as though it's always loaded. Right. Never let the muzzle point at anything you aren't willing to destroy. Never point – always know where your muzzle is and never point it at something that you're not, you don't intend to shoot at, that you don't destroy, that you don't intend to kill, that you don't intend to damage – Right. Know your surroundings. Yes. Okay. Um, you keep your finger off the trigger until your sights are on the target and you have made the decision to shoot. This, man, if I had a dollar for every time somebody in Hollywood or somebody on the internet posted a picture where they were holding a rifle or a gun or something like that to show it off and their finger was on the trigger. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. God, that drives me insane as a safety guy. Absolutely. Because right? it's so dangerous. You do not put your finger anywhere near the trigger. Your fig, your your index finger, your trigger finger is your safety, okay? And you don't put it on the trigger until you have got your sight, your targets on what you intend to shoot, and you're ready to shoot it. Then you put your finger on the trigger and shoot yeah. it. 
to be extra safe. Um, and then number four, always be aware of what is beyond your target. Right. Okay. So it's not just your target. You need to know what's behind your target. Is there another person behind your target? You know, if they're shooting a bad guy, um, are there cows behind your target? If you set up a target, you know, in a field behind there, are there, is there a burn behind? It? Is there a, like literally that, cause uh, oh man, I've seen people do some dumb stuff. Is there a neighborhood behind your target? Right, right. You know, um, are That's there houses? Yeah. Always know what is beyond. And I'm talking about beyond for like, um, for miles, right? You know, a mile. You want to make sure that that bullet isn't going to travel somewhere that's going to be devastating to someone else. So um, all guns are loaded. Always point the muzzle in a safe direction. Never point it at something you, unless you intend to destroy it. You keep your freaking finger off the, thing, the trigger until you're ready to actually pull the trigger and fire at something. And you be sure of your surroundings and what's beyond your target. Right. You know, those are kind of the basic universal rules. Yeah. And you can put these uh, whenever you're training like at a, at a gun. Yeah. Um, whenever you're at a gun range and, um, yeah. Yeah. And gun ranges. Okay. I'm sure maybe somewhere there's an outlier and they're not, but every gun range I've been to, they are super strict on safety. Super strict. I mean, everyone I've ever been to. Right. And so if you believe that they're just willy nilly free for alls, you don't know. You've never been to one. Yeah. They, they are militant strict at and, every, and they should be. And I've probably been to. 50 yeah. gun ranges. I think they life. should be. So right. keep everybody safe. Right. Exactly. So um, from a prepper standpoint, we are going to do more firearms related content, but we wanted to just breach the subject in, so in this way and have a conversation about it. Um, if you disagree, fine. And of course, everybody you know, can't make everybody happy. We get it. Yeah. But we hope there it's at least. And if you've got any specific questions about firearm safety, firearm learning, um, who to learn from, what other guns to to firearms to buy please feel free to reach out and ask uh leave it in the comments you can email us at reasonably prepared at gmail.com we'd be happy to point you in a direction um as a channel we are forming relationships with some firearms manufacturers and um accessory companies and things like that um we have equipment that we use that I use, that we use, that we is tried and true and dependable. We're going to be doing reviews on them, and we can fully recommend. And for me, this would be, you know, twenty years of shooting and hunting experience. Uh, for Isaiah, it would be the um, the benefit of going from being a neophyte. We'll call it not to disrespectful, but a neophyte new. Would you call me noob? <laughs> uh, knowing nothing and having some beliefs that maybe weren't necessarily true at right. the time, based on how you were raised. And um, he's got a really good perspective there. Uh, so it makes him very level-headed and even keeled and, and able to give good information and help out as well. Uh, I hope you have found this valuable. I have. You have? I definitely have. Sweet. And thanks, uh, for, thanks for showing up, guys. Yeah, thanks for showing up. And once again, just because you're prepared. Doesn't mean you're paranoid. Boom.